Facebook wants a federal judge to let it continue sales of its virtual reality headsets, even though a jury decided in February that Facebook's Oculus unit stole another company's computer code and awarded damages of $500 million to that company, ZeniMax Media. Joining us is Tom Korosek, a legal reporter for Bloomberg News in our Dallas bureau. Tom, tell us what the jury found before awarding that huge verdict. Well, the jury was essentially asked to take a look at a trade secret case, but it had a lot of other allegations in that there was a non-disclosure agreement that was not followed early on in Oculus's history, that there was uh, copyright violations, and that there were uh, use of trademarks in a way that Oculus used the Zenimax trademarks in a way to promote their business early on. And, and the jury awarded damages on all those issues, even though they didn't go to the trade secrets issue. So now, ZeniMax has requested a court order blocking sales of certain models of the Oculus Rift. What's Facebook's argument against that? Facebook has argued that both the verdict and the damages should be thrown out to start with. They're, they're backing up much further. There are arguments about the, um, the injunction, the, the sales ban. They start with kind of a premise that ZeniMax is not a uh, competitor directly with Oculus. And under existing case law and precedent, you really have to be found to be a direct competitor to go to that drastic solution. So so it's it would be very difficult or almost impossible to get the product pulled from the market. My understanding is it's a very high bar that there have been cases in the past and 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 that there's so many hoops have to be jumped through that this is kind of a drastic remedy that Cinemax might be reaching pretty far on this. What's Oculus's argument uh, to set aside the February verdict? Or to reduce well, to, on, for instance, you know, there's there's all these various aspects of it, but like on the copyright claim, the the, the jury found that Oculus had used some copyrighted code that was developed by Zenimax early on to get this headset um, activated. There's a lot of software behind this hardware, so. Their uh, attorney argued in court yesterday, uh, this is uh, William Dawson, he argued that they had proved that there were seven lines of code that were at issue with with the copyright claim out of uh, a potential 40, 42 billion lines that are included in this pro these products. So he's saying that's so inconsequential that the jury... Uh, the, the judge would have the discretion to throw out the uh, the award and, and, and the finding. So um, how important is this business to this virtual reality headsets? How important is it to Facebook? Well, I'm a legal reporter in Dallas. I don't cover <laughs> Facebook regularly. But I, I've, we've had, uh, I've had input from other reporters at Bloomberg. And, and they're telling me that Facebook is seeing this as a very integral part of its future, and this is 
is certainly a very important part of its business. So when you listened to the to the hearing, were you leaning one way or the other, or did the judge seem to be asking questions that uh, showed him leaning one way or the other? I think the judge is leaning toward trying to push these people to settle this thing. Uh, he, he warned them that he's not a quote-unquote split-the-baby kind of judge, that if they go all the way to a decision by him, there'll be a distinct winner and loser. I think he's trying to push them a little further to the negotiating table. The... Uh, the case thus far has had no uh, uh, no movement toward that. It's it's been really hard fought uh, on both on both sides. And um, the and this was happened before Facebook bought the Oculus unit, correct? Correct. For for instance, the reason why they, they, there's a predicate for them even asking for the sales ban goes all the way back to a non-disclosure agreement that Palmer Lucky, singularly as Oculus, just himself, a one-man company, had he'd signed this non-disclosure agreement with ZeniMax, which at the time was, you know, to him was, was, was uh, you know, a, a large company out there that he was trying, trying to uh, sell his headset to as his, his kind of uh, prototype, early prototype. We're going to have to leave it there. We're going to have to leave it there, Tom, but we'll get back to you to find out what happens in the case. That's Tom Korosek, legal reporter for Bloomberg News.